2: This episode of an unexpected podcast is brought to you by
3: Patella Fraga,
2: Zach Orzini,
3: Mackenzie Lovegrove,
2: and George Shook.
3: Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez.
2: And I'm Lonnie.
3: And we are talking Telkeen.
2: We're coming to you from the North Farthing in the beautiful state of Ohio.
3: Friends, this week we are diving into the desolation of our good friend, our old buddy, longtime associate Schmoug. Schmog. Mm. It's just fun to say that. You know, people are get they, they probably get annoyed with it, but like it's actually kind of fun to say it. So uh, yeah, you guys yeah. if you're listening, you should give it a go. Alright. <laughs> I,
2: I can. I, I'm just trying to picture people like sitting there. Like, schmow,
3: schmow, schmow, schmow. Seriously, they're going out there ordering their coffee. That is like, <laughs> yeah, I'll have a large schmog. I mean, sh- uh, uh, coat. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like they would. I kind of just want to weave it into as many things as I can. Oh, like ones.
2: instead of a mug, they have a schmog.
3: Like a schmog of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I started it. <laughs> I'm teasing, guys. Um, well, how did we get what? I'm already I'm already
2: lost. <laughs> lost. I'm already well, lost. Well, um take it take it away. Take it away, <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> wow.
3: You just can't. You cannot with the Harry Potter references.
2: Sorry. No, but uh yeah, right before we started our episode today, I was just, you know, behind you there's always sitting this book. And mm. it's beautiful. I love good oopsie, get mm-hmm. caught oh. up here. Hello. I love good, beautiful book covers like this one. And if you're checking out the YouTube version, you can see it. And if you all, if you have it on your own shelves, like you can definitely, you know, definitely know what I'm talking about. It's called *The Art of the Hobbit* by J.R.R. Tolkien. And what, yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and what I did, I love looking at it. That's his
3: artwork, right? That's, and yes, yeah. and that's.
2: I didn't even know, like he. So when he uh, wrote *The Hobbit*, um, he was already like an accomplished amateur artist. And he drew illustrations and stuff for his okay, book. Okay. Um, and it was still... A, his book, The Hobbit, was still a mani- manuscript. Um, but he already drew some illustrations in black and white, some maps. And, I mean, we all know his maps from mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings. Right. He was big time into maps and stuff. But I, I really enjoy seeing this because... So, one way to bring your thoughts to life is just to describe them in words, right? Mm-hmm. And another way is... paint a picture and i um yeah i love i'm always i've always been like a visual learner and i love seeing that's to me like the closest you can get to someone's picture in mind is just a drawn picture uh, like on a piece of paper right Mm -hmm. or you cannot take photos of what's going on in your mind yet not yet maybe one day we will be able to do that but (laughs) why why are you laughing no yeah yeah, i mean yeah (laughs) but yeah like drawing it um on paper or nowadays on the computer that's like the closest you can get to to really like bring your image to life and mm-hmm. to have other people see it so i i love looking at it and it looks really cool
3: yeah because it's like his his thoughts right it's it's the way he envisioned it and he had the chance to kind of you know erase things change things do this blah blah doodle sketch it yeah. out yeah i mean i think that's that's a good point. And
2: some people do have a hard time, like reading long descriptions of things and then picturing it in your mind. That takes a whole another. It's a it's a very different process. Um, so that helps a lot. I mean, that's why children's books are full of illustrations. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. And it's so cool look, at the back of the book you can see what's um, actually what's happening in in this movie. Bilbo comes comes to the huts of the raft elves. And then you see... Oh, yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. It's a... Um,
3: the little river in there. In the river,
2: yeah. They're, he's riding... Bilbo's actually riding on one of the um, barrels.
3: Yeah. Old barrel rider. <laughs> no, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Can I see that real quick? Yes. Yeah. So Absolutely. this is... Um, you ever buy a book and put it on your shelf and just really not... Never read it. <laughs> like, you, you, like you flip through it uh, when you first bought it, you know? And then... I don't know. Like I I have looked through this before and I have seen Mm -hmm. a lot of these images online Yeah, and stuff. It's so, it's so cool. So it even has like a description. So this Mm -hmm. is the hill Hobbiton, right? And in chapter two, it has a whole thing in chapter two of the Hobbit, uh, having been rushed out of of his comfortable home by Gandalf, Bilbo runs as fast as his furry feet could carry him down the lane, past the great mill across the water, and then on for a mile or more to meet the dwarf Thorin, Mm -hmm. Oakenshield and company. So it kind of shows you just just sort of like uh, the the big hill there, the the tree, uh, the path that he took, and it's really interesting when you look at this hill. Yeah. Uh, and you look at the set and stuff. It's like, dang, that's kind of like spot on. Here, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you. Yeah. If Let's you want to look and see. So again, over on YouTube, I'm just kind of showing. Uh, but do you see the? Yeah. You can you can see his hill and everything. You see Bag End and. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's. Oh, that's awesome! So, like,
3: they took you know, I mean, again, you mm-hmm. go look at his his um his artwork and his what kind of inspired or what he was thinking or envisioning. Yeah. Uh, they found a good spot and. and I mean, that's just probably like the just like the Shire. Yeah, so.
2: probably made it a lot easier for for the movie makers.
3: Yeah, uh, all right, sweetie, so I so, uh, forgot to even ask you mm-hmm. how how. how how are you
2: i'm good i'm really excited um this is your last week of school and also next week (laughs) 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 next week my friends from germany are gonna be here oh yeah i'm super excited since i mean i've not been back to germany since february when i came here so it's been more than three months now
3: i can say things like Hello, Viget get dia. Yes. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, you can
2: practice your German again.
3: I can't wait for them to, to get here and we're going to mm-hmm. show them around Ohio. Uh Lane gave us some more good recommendations, places we can take them, oh, hiking cool. trails, stuff like that. So it's yes. going to be it's going to be fun. They and like they really wait.
2: like hiking. Um so yeah. we're definitely going to take them to they're Hocking hills.
3: Probably uh, again cuz they're going to be here with us, they're probably mm-hmm. gonna be like looking at my setup going like, "Okay, so you told us as was like kind of nerdy." uh, (laughs) we had no idea they're gonna have like a sidebar conversation with you do you do you know how many star wars books he has how many lord of the rings and fantasy books he has i
2: think they're gonna come here and they're gonna think it's awesome
3: all right well i mean i think it's awesome that's why i have them yeah Yeah, you know and they
2: can stay here for free so they're not gonna say anything
3: (laughs) oh we're not charging him i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, sweet, I'm feeling good. You know, I am I was just, just going to
2: ask. Sorry. Uh, no. I didn't mean to be rude. I was just going to ask, oh. like, hey, sweetie, how are you? No,
3: I didn't, I didn't mean to say that to be rude. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to just jump in. And it's almost just like if you asked me, right, and you said, yeah. how are you doing? And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well, and just a really good day and then you stopped you paused for just a second and then you took back over and you were just like yeah and i'm fine i'm good (laughs) just so you know like i'm fine like that's kind of oh that's funny yeah that's not what i was trying to do either anyway uh yeah so i don't know we've just been kind of um last episode we had Lane on talking about everything and and talking about desolation of smog different um his thoughts on second age and just lots of different stuff advice from winnie and all those good things so that Mm -hmm. was cool yeah we're actually kind of recording this ahead of time i bet in the next film we're going to have some more second age news buzz is all still around the the preview clips that they've shown watch by the time i release this because this is like gonna be released <laughs> like a week or two later yeah uh it's gonna be you know like trailer or something we'll, we'll have missed it and you know I'll have to do a special episode but anyway well, I'm, I'm excited We when you know we still have um summers here and and we're we're getting ready to kind of continue on with our rewatch, by the way, let me mention the schedule here. So mm-hmm. uh, we have Battle of the Five Armies coming up on June 4th. Let's so, go. Yeah, if you guys want to jump into that one. Uh, Lane even talked a little bit about the Battle of the Fifth Army. Uh, Battle of the Five Armies and <laughs> uh, and just sort of his thoughts there. And I shared some of mine, too. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do that live stream on June the 4th. I was not feeling so good the, the last rewatch.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. spent a little too why. much time at the at the
3: Green Dragon, you know. I was,
2: <laughs> the night before, yeah.
3: It's like it's like you talk about the desolation of smog. It's like, what do you think the desolation of like the Green Dragon would be? <laughs> you know, I bet he he could desolate a few uh-huh. um, taverns. So, anyway, uh, yeah, that'll be on June fourth, and then the fellowship will be on June eighteenth. Right? I think that's going to be go.
2: that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, I know it's okay if you can't make June 4th, June 18th. Yeah, that's be there. where it is. Yeah. The fellowship.
3: Let's hang. Let's hang out. And the I,
2: extended edition, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. I
3: think we're going to have to move the camera and everything upstairs though onto the couch or something. <laughs> I cannot sit <laughs> yeah, in this seat have to. for that long. we can do that. Like it's crazy. Just so you know. Yeah. All right, cool. And then uh the two towers July 9th and then Return of the King uh, July 23rd. So mm-hmm. there's that. All right. Well, anything else, sweetie?
2: Mm, just in general um, about the movie or you mean like about um, the schedule. Sorry.
3: No, I just meant anything before we dive into oh, okay. the movie review.
2: Yeah. No, I, I'm ready to dive.
3: Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, so we, again, last week we kind of had Lane, uh, we just let Lane kind of take the floor there and talk. It was good to hear from him and, oh, every, yeah. and you know, get all those. still haven't seen the appendices. I promise this summer sometime <laughs> I'm going to watch it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it'll, it'll be cool. At one point, we're going to go down to New Zealand. I mean, when we go over to see your brother and stuff, yes. we're going to have to just stop over there. I you know. know.
2: That sounds like, though like okay, you know, we go to Australia. Why not just go real quick, go to New Zealand? But I think it's still like a five-hour flight or something. What? So uh yeah like distances down there and we can't swim there no
3: oh, wow that actually just gives me i a mean i of, could i uh, gives me a lot of anxiety <laughs> i'm so i don't know the ocean
2: i know but yeah I'm, i would love to go i would love yeah. to go one day so yeah you're right i mean we're i we can't get any closer from australia it's probably the smallest right. distance Then we can stop else, there so. before
3: we hit australia yeah
2: and, anyway. I mean, we have three months in the summer every summer,
3: so. Yeah, we've got to use it. Got to use, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So let's start off with our initial thoughts here. Um, How would you feel about the desolation <laughs> of smog?
2: It's so funny because um, about the first movie, um, everyone was like, "The Unexpected Journey." It was like, "This is so long. Nothing makes sense. Nothing adds to the story." um i was like yeah but it was also like you know some of it was pretty cool and then for the second movie a lot of were like yeah it's still long but it was a lot better than the first one this time i felt the length i felt i don't know if it was because we were up pretty late the night before probably (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but it just would it just went on and on and on especially like in the in Merkwood when they're in the woods oh my just so so long and then the the, they have cool very cool shots um when they go down the river in the barrels but it also so long like the fight goes on and on and on and there's there's cool scenes but they they could have definitely cut some of them out yeah so i think with this movie i felt it i really felt the the unnecessary length of, yeah.
3: Yeah, I was getting tired but. in the in the in in Milkwood. <laughs> in old Milkwood, right? Um,
2: yes, Milkwood.
3: Yeah, don't drink the milk there because it was. By the way, what you want to? You you found that I didn't find it. What? It, uh,
2: yeah, it, a little insider here. Can I can yeah. I read it real quick? Yeah, please. Yeah, I was looking just for you know like little summaries or reviews or whatever and i found this on rotten tomatoes.com the movie info and i'm just going to read this real quick go ahead um having survived the first part of their unsettling journey bill baggins and comp- companions sorry companions continue east more dangers await them including the skin changer Beorn and the giant spiders of milkwood let's go <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, you got you got a typo in there.
3: You right. got a typo. Milk but wood. we liked it, actually. I, I thought when you... Because you read it earlier before we were doing, <laughs> doing a little prep for the show. And uh, you said Milkwood. And I was like, huh? That's Hold cute. One second. Yeah, that's good. That's cute. Um,
2: yeah. But, and yeah. then they escape. Capture. Capture. Captured? Captured by the dangers. See, there's another typo. Rotten Tomatoes. You could uh, proofread your articles.
3: <laughs> what's, the, what's the other typo? It
2: says, after escaping... Ca- oh, no, that was just me. Oh. Never mind.
3: Oh, <laughs> Did you really just call out <laughs> rotten tomatoes and then misread what they wrote?
2: Well, they still they still have milkwood in there, so.
3: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, anyway, the whole point is, is it, it was pretty. Uh, it, it was a sleeper, you know, and I kind of feel like
2: a little bit, yeah.
3: It's making me sleepy just thinking about it. Quite <laughs> honestly, like I'm serious. I just did not that whole. The, you know the most exciting part of this movie, is bomber.
2: I know. <laughs> Bomber
3: is the most exciting part people. of this entire movie. And that's what's... It's crazy. Um, and people are like, whoa, whoa. What are you even talking about? I'm talking about, like, Bomber in the barrel, like, roll... when that <laughs> It's so ridiculous when he is just bouncing down the river. I know. Taking out orcs. And then he pops out. He's got his all... his, his He's armored up or whatever. He's a tank. So... <laughs> crazy though i'm glad they did the scene where he fell asleep or actually falls in the water yeah and then you know the the water definitely puts the cast that kind of spell like deep slumber on him and they have to carry him and stuff yeah (laughs) wow that's
2: hilarious yeah he's he's like the little secret star of the movie and uh, i love the when when he his little sprint to bayon's house i don't know if you remember that oh (laughs) yeah he was he was flying flying. he was yeah yeah, he was he was was was, like the fastest of all of them
3: yeah he was getting the heck out of there um
2: do you want to know what my favorite part
3: was? Yes.
2: <laughs> the romance between Keely and oh. Tauriel.
3: Oh my gosh!
2: Alright, um, sweetie, um,
3: people are, are raging right now. By the way,
2: <laughs> I was. I, I just have a question for you. Uh huh. Yeah. Are you gonna search me?
3: <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I oh, mean, oh, I oh, could from the movie. not
2: believe it. That was like, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. When yeah. um the I might what elves... what's he
3: say he has something he might have something down um, his down his trousers. Yeah. <laughs> the elves or, or nothing at all.
2: Elves capture the dwarves and and of course, um Tariel Tariel? He's yeah t- Tariel. Tariel. Tariel, yeah. yeah. He, she's uh He's
3: flirting with her yeah. right in front of Legolas and I everything. Oh whoa. I mean, just full on he like care. hey what's going yep. on? Huh? You wanna like maybe eat some lettuce later or <laughs> you wanna like get out of here? He or? would.
2: He would, you know, um, eat lettuce and salad just for to to be with her i think but yeah not anymore
3: am i keely (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh i mean because i'm eating more lettuce and oh okay okay okay, okay, yeah Yeah. uh you know you know that was that was a really good part um yeah I, i his uh that romance i know some people just don't I don't, don't know. like it. I know. Uh, it's a movie thing. Some people do like it. I'm glad you like it. I'm a it. fan. It's cool. <laughs> you know, it's different. It's just definitely, definitely unique. Uh,
2: and I, they, they kind of needed a reason to bring Legolas back and make his story interesting. So there's a yeah. whole.
3: Some people are going. They needed no reason. He shouldn't have been in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. I just want to. Uh, you know, because I know some some folks are probably like. Uh... But I thought it was good. I actually like the actress, and I I think mm. they're they're they got good chemistry they do so yeah, yeah. It was very really cool um what other other parts really kind of stood out i'm just trying to think you know the whole bit uh L- lane mentioned in the beginning of this whole whole thing too i missed a couple of the cameos i didn't realize we had a peter jackson cameo oh yeah um at the beginning and then the other cameo was stephen colbert mm-hmm. at the at the end he's like a spy in the movie and so we had people online who were watching with us and they were kind of pointing those things out yeah, that was, was really cool nerdy Oh gosh, I don't uh, sweetie, why do you ask me questions that I I you know sorry. I don't know the answer to on the on the podcast. Um
2: it wasn't nerdy but naughty or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Sorry if if you're listening and you were in the YouTube chat. So sorry. Um I'm trying to remember your name, but it was really really cool chatting with you. Yeah. <laughs> nerdy but naughty. I don't know why. I'm, I don't know what you're thinking. I just feel like that. Was
3: I have no idea.
2: Um, anyway, yeah, he pointed out um, that there was this cameo in the movie, and it was it was really cool. Like, uh, especially like shout out to also to Matthew. Thank you for uh, like he almost watched the whole movie with us while feeding his kids and everything. So that was awesome, and he actually sent us a really nerdy but nice. Sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. That's that.
3: complete opposite of what you said.
2: I, no, n- well. Yeah.
3: Nerdy, but nice. I know. Sorry. I just had to go look it up because you're... You
2: know. a- I remembered it was N, nerdy, and something, a diff- another word with N. Uh-huh. So that's, I don't
3: know. You're thinking yeah. too much about uh, Dario and...
2: Probably, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was just giving Matthew a shout out yes, go for ahead, sticking around for so long. And then he sent us a really sweet message on Instagram. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. That really, like, message... Messages... Massachusetts it's by the way Massachusetts is a really hard word for um to say for German people wait are you I trying to say messages or Massachusetts I, I was trying to say messages but it came out as messages okay so, sorry <laughs> that was cute um no yeah messages like that are really like heartwarming and and very motivating to us to keep going you know we have a lot going on and I mean Sarah and Lane have a lot going on so just Getting messages like that are really, really nice yeah, to hear yeah. that, you know, some people are still listening and enjoying the yeah. rewatch, oh, yeah. the show, and all that was stuff.
3: Was he the one who was asking me to do the Bomber voice?
2: It might have been, yeah. I think it was, was in the Instagram me... chat. I don't remember if it was him. But...
3: Yeah, because I said Bomber was like the most interesting <laughs> part to the movie and stuff, and like he doesn't, I guess he doesn't have a single line of dialogue in, in the whole movie. Nope, he doesn't. Or any of the movies, as far as I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was trying to think. I, I don't even know what my bomber voice would be, you know? What would it be a good bomber voice?
2: I mean, hmm. I I, I
3: Pretty, just like blah, 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 Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, blah,
2: that's blah, blah. what I was thinking like. Blah, blah. Okay, Wait, you know in the um,
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh we actually need like lines. Line. <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the thing in it it's so it's uh Charlie Brown? Where it's like the teacher speaking. Sorry, when we did that, it just made me think of the. You know, have you ever seen that? You ever seen Charlie Brown? Mm,
2: cr- some Christmas the car- movie. Yeah. The car-
3: yeah, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Okay. Whenever the adults are talking, they do some kind of weird like. um Really. Yeah, oh, like the funny. kids can all talk to one another, but then whenever the adults are talking, <laughs> it's, like, it's just like.
2: Blah, blah, that's blah, funny. <laughs> I never noticed that yeah. or knew it's like, that. Uh-huh, no. Yeah.
3: Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Not that Bomber would be someone who we would want, wouldn't want to ignore no. or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'll have to work on that. I'll have to come up. Maybe I'll have to we'll ask Lane to come up with a good a good voice. Yeah. So.
2: Um. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, I, when the scene at Bjorn's house, I really liked that scene in the book. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it just felt weird. Like they just broke into his house and. Kind of crashed there, and then the next morning they were like, "Hey Baron, by the way, we just slept in your house." And in the movies, you guys uh, in don't the do that in Germany. <laughs> that's not.
3: that's not what you guys do.
2: <laughs> no, well, sometimes if we have to.
3: If you have to, yeah. right? I mean, that was it was necessity. <laughs> you know, it was kind of crazy though. They're they're so they they lock the door and yeah. they're like, uh, "What? You know, who was that?" Yeah. Get Like that was our host, fellas.
2: Yeah.
3: Let's go. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're staying with that guy. Yeah. The guy trying to kill us. Yep that guy right that was pretty crazy his house is really cool though it is yeah the big bees you know Mm -hmm. the honey oh
2: right yeah and i also like how how they yeah how he looks uh looks they made him look really cool um and but so um from his house i think they there's a shot to is it azog or azog 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 okay uh, Zog. No. Well, they d- didn't. You know, they couldn't capture the dwarves, so they go to door where the Dog necromancer is. Door. What's up? <laughs> Doggone
0: you! I tell you what.
2: I just wanted to, to to ask. Did you know that the the necromancer's voice is Benedict Cumberbatch also?
3: No, I did not know that.
2: He did that voice too. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That's what I'm talking about.
2: And I, by the way, did you, do you remember when I showed you that TikTok video where they show how, um, Cumberbatch is doing the whole like movement of, like he actually wears his, as like a suit and has all the stuff, the gear, and he moves like the dragon would move and like, it looks so cool. It's amazing. I didn't even know he did that. I thought it was, I, you know, I don't know a lot about film production, but I just thought they animated the, the dragon. But they do that all the time, right? Where they, when they animate something, they just put a, well, like he, a human in the suit. Yeah, he and,
3: could have watched it and done, like, voiceover. Right. He might even have done some of that stuff, too, in, in yeah. theater. But he also, I mean, he, he had, they put the dots on him, right. the whole thing. uh, The motion capture. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: No, that was awesome. Yeah, that was,
3: that was really, that really was, cool. That was really cool.
2: And, I mean, to, to play a dragon, you really have to be a good actor. Yeah. So.
3: yeah like, you, you were playing for Lane, the voice of, of Smog, uh, in German. Remember yeah. that? Yes. Remember that? Yeah, that was really cool. It's, you have to have that kind of like, my teeth are swords. <laughs> you know, some sort of like whispery, but yeah. kind of like deeper than what I just it did Very there. deep, yeah. Like, my... Uh, <laughs> I don't even... I can't do it. Um, but I feel like you have to have a deepness and also like a... Like a why um
2: <laughs> <fire>. <laughs> <laughs> What? That's <laughs> oh, right.
3: Lane, we're trying over here, buddy. You know, like I, you
2: know, <laughs> Just, I was trying to channel
3: channel Lane, and oh, that's your channeling of that's my channeling of Lane. We're no, not
2: not Lane, the dragon. So. I know, but
3: I mean, with the voices on the podcast. I'm trying to like he's he's the expert in that uh, that area, and so it's like we're over here trying to.
2: Yeah, he could probably do a really good version of Smoke. Anyway, uh, I thought it was cool that he did also the voice of the Necromancer here, and that yeah. we found out that Bolg is actually. As son.
3: Yeah, I actually think Lei and I at one point we mentioned in the chapter reviews that that kind of came up, or whatever. I totally um, forgot. Yeah, so so that he, well, because when Bog shows up, I mean the first thing that you you're like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello,
2: hi,
3: hi, uh, what the, sweetheart, like you want to hang out later? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like I know it's so crazy. I don't know. Who was it? It was the Goblin King in the first movie, right, that you were attracted to. Uh And then in this movie, it was Bulk. Mm -hmm. And I was just sort of like, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. He is not an attractive guy. Like Just not an attractive.
2: Sweetie. You think he's attractive?
3: (laughs) And this is why I, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, there's so many things I could say; none of them are appropriate. So I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, there we go. But no, I thought it was kind of funny. He showed up on screen, and you were you know, like, "What's up?" I was asking you about Bayorn, yeah. And I was also so once you did that, and we went back to Bayorn, I said, like, "Check out them eyebrows." I oh. got I got <laughs> them eyebrows too. You know? Yeah. Like that's Gosh. where my wisdom's at. You got to have a wizard's got to have thick yep. Eyebrows.
2: You got to comb your eyebrows till they touch your. Hairline, yeah.
3: I mean, just huge, awesome. right? You got to have good ear hair. You got to have good nose hair. You got to have. It's just, you know, there's wisdom. Yeah, there's wisdom there. True. the the other The other part that's kind of additional in this mm-hmm. is everything with um, Gandalf and, and Radagast. Yes. Right.
2: And Thrain.
3: Yeah. Oh my gosh, crazy man Thrain. Yeah. I forgot uh, all about him actually yeah and i had seen tidbits or i'd seen some i'd seen some clips i knew he was in there but mm. i remember when if you if you watch sort of my my reaction which we filmed these over on youtube um there's this crazy guy running around in the shadows he's silhouetted <laughs> i we don't know yeah. who he is i was like what the i mean i literally leaned up out of my seat and this is when i was like well it's ez has never seen the extended this is proof <laughs> right here i've never seen because i remember he was in it but not to that extent or not that he was running around scan mm-hmm. like like scaring gandalf you know yeah and I mean, he just full on—he's crazy. He's absolutely lost his mind. Yeah. And it's just he's got his hair is so bushy and so <laughs> wild and crazy looking, you know.
2: Yeah. So. And I wonder, like, he—he he just lived there for all this time on his own, and and could never, because he tells Gandalf, "Do you think it's so easy? Like, you know, you can't just escape from this place." I uh, wonder if he's just
3: right yeah. living
2: off of old like other bodies and stuff if had to let's eat. see uh you
3: know. well i don't know it's like so he says the orcs had taken moria uh war we were at war he's talking to him they're walking around mm-hmm. uh i was i was surrounded it's all kind of coming back to him like these like his yeah. these memories so he was in this um this sleep he meant mi- he, he mentions the defiler and it's almost like i don't know how he was surviving or what the whole deal i'm sure he was he was fed to some degree or i don't i don't really know mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah, he's he's some he's something outside of the illusion that Gandalf uh, someone that he encounters. Yeah. So and you get this whole flashback to him going and facing the defiler and then thinking about his son.
2: Yeah. And I think what re- what was really sweet um, Gandalf kept saying, no, you're going to you know, I'm going to take you to your son. You can tell him yourself and all that stuff. Right. He was like 100 percent certain, like, no, I'm going to bring you back.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm and then he couldn't yeah i know
2: was it was the necromancer himself who killed him right
3: so so they're fighting um like Azog jumps out and like nails gandalf and i mean literally by the way gandalf like took this full-on like his mm-hmm. axe in the chest yeah i just want to point that out to folks and then he has this cool moment where he uses the staff and like holds him in position like 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 like, like a force hold you know yeah uh or, or whatever And he starts talking about the necromancer. And Mm -hmm. so then, you know, that's when...
2: That's scary. It is
3: scary because Gandalf like leans over and he realizes everyone's there. And it's just like, um, he says, tell Thorin that I loved him. Will you do that? Oh my gosh. Tell my son that I loved him. And Gandalf's trying to hold him off. He's like, you're going to tell him yourself. Don't worry. Uh, Yeah, it's it's bad.
2: And then the eye, is that when the... When like yeah, Sauron yeah, awakes that's again,
3: that's him. So the necromancer is is him. It's just sort of revealed he's been mm-hmm. kind of um, he's been raising the dead. The power to do that is insane. Bringing back the Witch King and the and the Black Riders and everything. Yeah, Gandalf realizes it's him. It's that. Uh, he does the big old sphere battle. Right, he's got he's got his big old like pulsing mm-hmm. globe situation. Thrain just got sucked into darkness there. Yeah. Um, and then Gandalf gets kind of you know imprisoned or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. But he's back. I mean Walking that's that's up. the thing is that like you know I actually I've always kind of wondered what was the necromancer's power level like is is Sauron growing in power um as as this goes on or is he as powerful here as he is in Return of the King, you know? He's trying to get the ring back to to really I think he, now power can also be like creating his army, his forces and and mm-hmm. getting everybody yes. back in in Mordor yeah. and all that kind of stuff too. But I really just mean like his one-on-one battle here with mm-hmm. Gandalf. Like is is this is he at full strength? And he's mm-hmm. just trying to amass forces cuz he's just sort of come back if you will or he's been in hiding and now he's Yeah. he's revealed.
2: Well, I so. wonder what what feeds his power, you know? Is it is it almost like, you know, the more despair there is in the world the more it feeds him somehow like you know what i mean like mm. he's almost like the dark side of
3: yeah that's a good point the force yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> sweetie he's he's a dark lord okay but I wonder so. if
2: he, you know what i mean like i wonder if he gains power um if you know there's no hope there's people more people getting captured or killed or mm-hmm you know what I mean? Like, I do.
3: I'm sure in some way, like this. I think at one point, Lane and I were were reading in Return of the King, and it's just like, yeah, they do talk a little bit about uh, a lot of the the weight and like the emotion, and then sort of some of like the the different. I mean, the way Tolkien represents it is like light and darkness, yeah. and when they would look to either the east or the west, what they would see, the winds that would come and mm-hmm. stuff. So there's there's somewhat of you know kind of indicators, but I, I don't know like if there's. Exactly. I, I just, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of wondered because he's, he's outside of his, once he's lost the ring, right. Once it's been cut off his finger and stuff. And then he sort of, um, uh, you know, is defeated and then now has returned.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So he's not, he's not completely gone or destroyed. Right, right. Right. His power is actually attached. Like his essence is attached to the ring. Mm-hmm. And so the, as okay. the ring, you know, survives. So, yeah. so, so does he, and he wants to reacquire that. Right. Um,
2: so had the ring been brought back to him, he would have been like he would have been a person again, like a. uh
3: I don't know if he body? would. Have been, so he would have been. That's a. I don't know exactly because that's a good question. Um, because he seems like he's in his, he's all armored up. You know, when mm-hmm. we first see all that. I, right. Yeah, I don't know. I'd right. have to actually check. I feel like. See. I
2: mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, to to, to reacquire the ring. And I feel like that would give him the power of being
3: acquiring a body again. Yeah, so in the final battle, Isildur managed to cut the One Ring from him, dismantling Sauron's uh, corporeal form and ridding Mm. him much of his power. Mm. After centuries uh, lying dormant, rebuilding strength, and and stirring awake evil things, Sauron returned to power late in the Third Age, Mm -hmm. but was uh, permanently crippled in the War mm-hmm. of the Ring after the destruction of the ring and the fires of Mount Doom by Frodo Baggins and so on, right? So that's kind of the yeah. short uh, there. But yeah, so I guess it's it's during that battle mm-hmm. in, in the, the last, or sorry, the War of the Last Alliance with Elves and Men where he he sort of loses his, his form. Right. Yeah. So, but I guess, you know, because I'm watching Gandalf here battle, and again, I'd have to go look at some of the, where mm-hmm. they pull all that kind of stuff from or whatever. But it's it's interesting to to see that like he's battling and he's not doing well. He gets beat. He gets flat yeah. out beat. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah. um yeah, so he's he's without a body after that fight and he's more kind of in, in spirit form, I guess or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. uh yeah.
2: But I thought that part to include that, like kinda like leading up to all the events in Lord of the Rings, I would I know it's a long movie, but if I would cut scenes, I would not necessarily cut a lot of. I I wouldn't cut it entirely. I would maybe shorten it, but wait, which one? The scene where we see um, the fight between Gandalf and the necromancer, and kind of like the necromancer awaken again, again.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, they did. Mean, remember we watched the extended, right? So a lot yeah. of that stuff with Thrain was the stuff that that, that wasn't, wasn't really. That wasn't in the original movie. Yet. Yeah. So they decided to spend more more time on the um, on on the fight there. Mm-hmm. So I always think this is cool. There's more Gandalf. I'm always <laughs> just down for for, for more yeah. m- more of him here. Just so because yes, good. I I always want to do research as soon as people ask me these questions, and I go look up stuff. But again, yeah, it was in Second Age, um, the year three thousand four hundred forty one, when um, you had Gilgalad, you had you had Elendil. Mm-hmm. Um, they died destroying Sauron's body, and then following his defeat, um, Isildur took the One Ring. Right. And mm-hmm. in the Third Age, uh, Sauron returned to Middle Earth. As the necromancer. Yeah. Okay. Um, created the, you know, at his, at his fortress of Dol And then he kind of rise he, he raises the Witch King um, and formed the realm of Angmar in the north. hmm Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Following the attack by the White Council, Sauron returned to his fortress of Barad-dur in Mordor, marshalling his armies and using his two-faced vassal, Saruman. Uh, cool yeah to kind of you know raise, raise his um his army and his forces yeah all the way up into the two towers right so, yeah so. interesting to think about old oh boy uh sauron there yeah and just in sort of what have cuz that is something that's interesting is that like his his body is there you know he's 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 a maiar um and then he he sort of loses in that in that battle mm-hmm. but it's because of the ring that that really his he's sort of wrapped some of himself up in that, um yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah. So. so. Okay. Uh, well, let's see here. What else we got? I guess I guess I guess one of the other big big things. So after that, uh, we we should probably jump to. But there's there's so many things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we can, we can go back a little bit to. Um, let's first go back, I guess, to to Lake Town, right? Yes. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when they get there and. And yeah, and
2: Lane uh last episode said he really liked that part Lake Town yeah. um how it's depicted in the movie. Um I think it's a, some parts are just also very long. Yeah. <laughs> in Lake Town. Uh but again it's the extended edition, so
0: mm-hmm.
2: Um mm-hmm. that's that, but um I I like Word school? Ha- yes, I do. I do like that part. I like um just in general th- the how they managed to to build that city on water i love going to what's what's the city's name um uh, venice oh yeah okay i went yeah. to venice when i was young and i just thought it was such a cool idea to kind of live on i mean that city or that town is almost all on water right mm-hmm. venice is just have has a lot of bridges um and i just thought the idea was always so cool to, to just live little houses on water
3: yeah yeah no yeah it's uh, yeah it, it is except for when you see it depicted here <laughs> i don't think i know yeah yeah. It's like, not, yeah. Oh, that doesn't look all that great you know? i know so
2: it looks kind of like cool everything's like though. a little, little dirty and
3: grimy, grimy. yeah and that's a good of, way yeah. yeah yes you're right which is but also probably real life
2: i mean i guess the because they're,
3: they're on not, a lake.
2: Th- it, yes and I think it's supposed to look like that because they say once upon a time, you know, everything here was thriving and it was right. at center of. um, um so, Yeah,
3: the, the, the region. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And of,
2: um trade and, you know, like they had, they were a lot more. Prosperous. Prosperous, yes. Thank yeah.
3: you. Yeah, they were. They they so were. So I think it's um, just
2: supposed to look a little run down because of everything, you know, because no one wants to really go near. Uh, the Lonely Mountain anymore, and they just have to kind of survive there on their own.
3: Yeah. Can I just say, so when they're at Lake Town, and they announce Thorin, this is Thorin, son of Thrain, (laughs) son of Thor, and it's sort of like, okay, guys, like, I mean, which is cool. I don't really, it's it's really the popularity, the legend, the lore, uh, the prophecies, you know, it's sort of what gives people hope, and so yeah uh all right awesome we're gonna we're'll we'll, we'll back him we'll give him what he needs and then get him out of here you know have at it uh really to think that through like bard did that they're gonna go knock on the door of the of the dragon and and maybe wake him up you know yeah probably not a good idea yeah and remember what happened et cetera it could it mm-hmm. could be us so but it just is sort of over the top mm-hmm. i don't know sometimes yeah. Yeah. i don't know i'm like who thor <laughs> i'm just i'm sorry i'm I'm a little like i like the dwarves, but also i'm like Thorin just—I like book Thorin a lot more yeah. than I like. Yes, people are hating me for that. I know they are. But Why? People love this 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 version of Thorin.
2: But also, the I think the book Thorin is is very different. It's supposed to, he's supposed to be more like funny and and like.
3: Well, yeah, and he's also. Bit, heart, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. He was a little bit more. There's just not as much. There's actually just not as much dialogue and not as much, um, sort of I don't know, like like, uh, mm-hmm. plot points. Yeah. For him yeah at the same time so you get more and the way they they i don't know they build him up as edgier and stuff mm-hmm. i don't know it's fine it's fine <laughs> but i just think it's kind of funny i go back and forth where i'm like all right he does a really cool thing there i like Thorn here yeah. i don't like him there it's just i don't know yeah so anyway lake town's cool bard's cool uh he'll come back again the the legend of the black arrow and mm. what have you that'll be that'll be fun oh yeah so that'll be coming up next episode so i guess we'll skip on through so
0: my Rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill.
1: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
0: Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the fillet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. We're
3: towards the ending when Bilbo goes in. Mm-hmm. Right, he's gonna he's a he's a burglar. Yeah, and he's gonna sneak in there and find the Arkenstone.
2: Yeah, and he has the um. They try to get in because they think the last light of that day oh, is yeah. the sunlight. Right. And then Bilbo's like,
1: oh,
2: no, mm-hmm, no,
3: no, mm-hmm. no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, guys.
2: It's the moon.
3: It's the moon. The last light. Yeah. Which, yeah, they like all give up. Like, oh, it's just no good. You yeah. know, whatever.
2: <laughs> they should just uh, destroy the entrance with their weapons, really.
3: Yeah, I mean that was so that that was kind of a cool thing because you 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 know think back to the moon runes and everything that's yeah. that's awesome, um, but yeah they get in and and now it's time for like I always think in the way it was in the book too like Bilbo had already done so many of these things mm-hmm. that were that were epic and he kind of points this out at this point in the book where he's like remember when I did this and I did this and I did this like if I'm a little hesitant to go in here for a second just remember yeah we all wouldn't be here if it weren't for me I like that like yeah. if it weren't for me you know doing. For getting you guys out of old Milkwood. So, um, but yeah, he, he then, yeah, he, he goes in and he does his best. He's going to mm-hmm. give it a good try. He's going to go down there, look for the Ark Stone. Has no idea mm-hmm. at this point what you, you'll know it when you see it. And it was really cool. I know people have some, some people like how they depict the Ark Stone, some people don't. I like it because oh, me too. Don't you think it's so different? It looks awesome. And like uh, you know, that's a special piece of treasure. Mm-hmm. He holds up regular, uh, excuse me, regular <laughs> crystals uh, and other other gems and, yeah. and different things, uh, precious items. <laughs> and the Arkenstone, stone though is awesome. Yeah, you know, it just looks like it's glowing. It's radiating all this light yes. and stuff. So the big one of the rumors and well, I mean, I guess sorry, theories out there has always been that it's one of the Silmarillions. and it's one it's one of the Silmarils yeah but oh, so Peter okay. Jackson kinda people think he's he's maybe one of the people who who was along that type of uh thought process mm-hmm. or just put it in doctored it up to look extra special to maybe yeah look like one
2: uh, it, it works really well in the movie that they did that. Yeah.
3: now I'm not saying it is one I don't want people to go crazy here but i've I've talked about um I've talked about it before i i could i could be convinced you know yeah.
2: So and um Martin Freeman does such a good job here when he's just going through some of the, you know, gold and treasures and one other type of rock or stone. And he just, you know, looks at it, kind of throws it away. And then that makes a lot of noise. And he's like,
3: yeah, trying to tell the treasure the, to be quiet. Yeah, it's yeah. cute. Yeah, it's cute uh okay i'm just looking for a couple other things god there's so many if you ever i I told this i I can't go through all of these but there's so many general trivia facts and and continuity little Mm -hmm. goofs and little things that are in the x-rays that that's that's really cool um yeah i'm not gonna go all all through them but uh but they're they're extensive that's a whole episode in in of itself question yeah
2: um do you think it was uh well in the end it was a good thing that they didn't take keely with them but when thorin told keely no do you think that was
3: yeah he was sick he was sick you know the right thing to do would have been to uh check up on him and maybe get him some help and say hey like not just no you can't go but hey, lay down. Actually let's care, let's take care of him. Yeah. You're gonna. I'm gonna appoint a few people to look over you. We're gonna go on because it's a time-sensitive yeah. mission, yeah. and you need. But you need help.
2: Yep. His so. reason was just like, yeah, you, you'll slow us down. It was not like, right. Hey, I'm so sorry. You you, you are sick. You need to get help. I was like, you're sick. You're gonna slow us down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're on a boat. Like, yeah, okay. Well, the rest they have to walk. They have to climb up that mountain, but still yeah that was not very it's just thorin in general in this movie just doesn't come along as very very nice
3: (laughs) yeah yeah uh oh my gosh general trivia Mm -hmm. the only time legolas blinks is when he realizes he has been wounded and when um (laughs) his father beheads the orc he is interrogating this is in keeping with the character as the only time Legolas blinks in the Lord of the Rings trilogy is when he is strongly surprised. Interesting.
2: What? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Kind
3: of reminds you of like, like vampires and stuff yeah. that are very still and, yeah. and don't move and yeah. you know, they don't blink and they seem almost not human. I mean, again, yeah. he's an elf, but right. yeah, that's cool. Didn't realize yeah. that. I'll have to look for that next time. See, this is why I love the general, the like, that's cool. the general, the general trivia. <laughs> I can't even talk. General trivia. Goodness!
2: I was just trying to imagine like going through the whole movie and looking for Legolas to blink. (laughs) That would be crazy. (laughs) Just for the trivia, I mean.
3: That would be wild.
2: It's pretty crazy, yeah.
3: Uh, What did you think about the bit where so so we do see Smog's like little. the chip in his armor or whatever which was kind of which kind of cool mm-hmm. so foreshadowing that there is a spot that we can yes. hit with the black arrow which is which is good yeah um you did say when we were watching the film that you loved how his belly kind of grow uh yeah corrode i still can't talk. <laughs> glowed yeah it did grow and glow yeah i guess with uh you know I mean, kind of a thorin, bright orange
2: thorin calls him a fat you know that he got he's gotten fat <laughs> yeah he does yeah he has a big belly but uh yeah i think it's it looks awesome how how first his belly gl- starts glowing and then his you know like you hear him like breathing and then he breathes out fire he spits fire mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. looks just really really cool yeah,
3: yeah. it does look cool it does um it's also neat too that all of the gold pieces get kind of caught in some of his scales yeah and so when he's when he's when he's climbing over top of them it's like you hear this like little this tinkling sound of, of coins dropping and stuff right. which is yeah i thought pretty pretty cool
2: i think the fight with (laughs) oh sorry the fight i'll i'll tell you why i'm laughing here Mm -hmm. in a second but the fight with um smog and in the mountain is really cool like yeah it's again (laughs) a little bit long but i like how it starts with just bilbo in the chamber where all the gold is and, and how bilbo like this massive chamber and bilbo just has to like he runs through that gold and jumps and like oh yeah he is very fast like you really forget like right. how agile the hobbits thank are. god there
3: was a rope there for him to catch right. when he was on his way down you know <laughs> yeah that was crazy yep
2: yeah, yeah. that's good the,
3: the whole the whole bit about leading him to the forges and like i don't know thorne's like getting on them for not knowing how to light well we've got we've got the fire you know we've got small gear we can use them yeah. to light the forges it's kind of crazy
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and they all they just hide behind the 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 big
3: um like the big pillars, pillars or whatever. yes yeah. and it, well that gate too that gate was insanely I mean, strong it, it
2: must be hot when they when he right fire
3: yeah, yeah. uh well, it was a bit over the top the whole the whole bit was a bit over the top for me
2: yeah yeah
3: but it was cool that. are you laughing because because why, why are you laughing
2: <laughs> I just I was trying to click through to get to the p- um, part where where they fight smoke but yeah uh I saw that part where Achilles is laying on
3: his oh, yeah. Pillow got,
2: of walnuts. <laughs> what? You
3: got hung up on the sack of walnuts.
2: <laughs> That's so random to me. But I don't know. It's cool.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And then, the, okay, that part is a little ridiculous when he wakes up and there's like Tario, and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a Someone... it's a little cringy. It's a little So here's
3: another point while yeah. we're on that. Whoever. They got a little frisky with this movie yeah. because there's actually the point where uh, Braga, Braga's wife, is Mm -hmm. like talked about. Oh, oh, yeah. Right? They're talking (laughs) about Braga's wife. I I don't know who got away with all these different little things. You know, like Uh, what's down my trousers? Braga's wife. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sack of walnuts. (laughs) I mean, just like it's kind of it's crazy. It's it's a little bit crazy. So anyway, um. Uh, yeah sorry yeah, they just had the big fight and smog gets kind of covered in gold and takes off and says death yeah let me
2: let me actually pull up um uh in german uh, let's see if i can find it dang that was on the other i want to know what people think about the german voice actor oh, i mean smog? yeah
0: World.
3: I am fire I am death
2: Yeah So ich first of all
3: fire. But you know what I heard And I'm so This is comes at me Trying to learn German <laughs> <laughs> He says ish Instead of ich
2: No he says ich
3: Oh it sounds like ish Ich
2: Ich Ben
3: Ich bin Fire, And then ich bin Der Toad Der Toad Toad Tod. 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 Yeah. Like a toad yeah yeah dead as a toad wow yeah
2: no just let me know what you think if that sounds cool or not yeah what do you think sweetie
3: (laughs) no i like his voice actually Mm -hmm. i I think it actually sounds really good sounds very much like like what smog would sound like i mean it's almost yeah yeah.
2: it's just interesting what it can do how you perceive a movie because of the voice actors they're you know, like in different languages. <laughs> Remember when we saw that "Expecto Patronum"? And yeah. "Expecto Patronum" in German, and then yeah. I can't even do it. It's yeah. so funny.
3: It was. It was Spanish. It was. It was. Was just, it Spanish? I think it was That's a Spanish so one. It was, it was so. I don't even funny. think they're actually saying "Expecto Patronum." It was no. just like back. <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> and it that sounded crazy. so different. It's yeah, it cool. sounded so different. It was like yeah. you know. And it could have been. It actually could have been. I don't I don't speak Spanish, yeah. so I i don't know. Yeah. It was funny. It though. was great. Yeah.
2: Anyway, yeah, so sm breaks out and is uh he's threatening the lake people.
3: Yeah. Ah uh, well, okay. So that's the Desolation of Smog. We don't even get to see it, and uh, we'll see it next time, I guess. You right. Know? So interesting name for that movie. Yeah. The Desolation of Smog.
2: Well, the Desolation is really like the, isn't it? The city right in front of the, in front of the. Didn't yeah. they call it the Desolation?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah. They did. But yeah, you're right. Like oh, we just... re-
2: really spent time there. We just see it and say, hey.
3: Yeah, that's the Desolation of Smog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was expecting to see him do something. I know, yeah. But uh, we gotta wait till the next movie. Yep. So, okay. Well, I think that's pretty much it for Mm -hmm. our rewatch and just sort of our, I don't know, some of our takeaways, different thoughts. You know, this one's kind of a sleeper. (laughs) Yeah. Not gonna lie.
2: Sometimes you have to get through the sleepers to get to the really awesome parts. You know. I don't really
3: have a lot to say about this one. On, like, I'm sorry, guys. I just don't really like this and one that's very fine.
2: much that's fine yeah i like the first
3: one yeah i like the last one and yeah. this one i was sort of like
2: it's just to stretch it out into the you know, to make it into a trilogy and the
3: crazy thing is is the parts that they had stretched out uh were well, like with gandalf and radagast i'm like down yeah cool could have kept that i don't know if we needed you know and again the parts where they they stretch like the forest scene you know mm-hmm. that's actually in the book but i was yeah. like don't know if we need it <laughs> like I it's know. just crazy it's crazy. Can can I point, well, some, can, can I point something that. out? Yes. I,
2: I want to challenge someone out there. Okay. Because so they did this with Dragon Ball Z. First when I when I was young and I had an older brother, so I watched Pokemon, I watched Dragon Ball Z, all that good stuff. And the episodes, some episodes, all they did was just growl and get ready for I don't know their transformation. It was just like, har, yeah. Yeah. like for twenty minutes, yeah. and nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing. It was so frustrating, especially in, as a kid. You were watching it on TV, not even like on streaming services, but on TV where there's commercials, and you right. wait for the next commercial, like phase, to be over. And then it's another ten minutes of charging. Up. <sighs>
3: you know they like passed out doing that. I, uh, Some of the voice actors passed out. What? Yeah, when they were going Super Saiyan, they, according to Matt, <laughs> they they passed out. You're, you no? No, I kid you not. Like at one point <laughs> he was so.
2: That is so. I mean, it's not funny, but what?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: it's crazy i can't believe that but what i was trying to say was they um went back to all the episodes and they made two episodes into one Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. later on i watched on i don't know if it was amazon or where i watched it but the entire like like um cut version of it where they made two episodes into one and it was still like you feel like you you're not missing anything because they cut out all the different parts where they charge up and and I don't know trying to think what they're what they're gonna do yeah and um, that works so well and I thought if anyone out there wants to cut up the Hobbit movie into like one or two movies and cut out all the different things that are unnecessary and still make it work I mean that'd awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome yeah be that would be a that'd be so, a task.
2: It worked uh, with Dragon Ball Z, so why not?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. They, I'm sure they could. There might even be an, a version out there. Yeah, that that we'd have to go look, but that'd be cool. Yeah, be interesting. Um.
2: Anyway, so we made it through, sweetie.
3: We made it through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank. Thank God. Okay, uh, let's dive into. So we have a. Um, let's get into the bywater post here, friends. So yes. we actually have, uh, we have a Tolkien story from Jeremy. All right. So here we go. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I hope this finds you both quite well. I write to express my deep gratitude and appreciation of an unexpected podcast as well as to share my Tolkien testimony. A warning, this turned out much longer than I expected. It's the Hobbit in me. Okay. Uh, Like many, I was first introduced to Tolkien through the movies. I saw The Fellowship when it came out and liked it quite a bit. At this time, I was still in the process of becoming a ferocious reader, or the ferocious reader that I am today. So my parents decided to get me a lovely, hardbound copy of The Hobbit, and I hated it. (laughs) It took me several attempts to close, uh, several attempts over close to a decade to finally come to appreciate The Hobbit. I could not for the life of me make it through the second chapter, of which I now look back in amazement. (laughs) I've actually heard that from other folks too. (laughs) That's You know, The Hobbit gave him some trouble out the gate. Uh, I did, however, take immediately to the trilogy proper. Uh, I've always been an old soul for reasons I will elaborate on below. Uh, So perhaps it was the childness of the Hobbit that I found so off-putting. Once I started reading the trilogy, I could not put it down. I received the trilogy in a hardbound single volume, very handsome, though now worn and falling apart, and about to be formally retired.
2: That's how it should be.
3: Right? Uh, (laughs) And despite receiving it uh, the Christmas of the same year that The Two Towers came out, I was finished by the following spring break. Mm-hmm. I was in high school at the time and distantly remember reading The Muster of Rohan while on a road trip to see The Rolling Stones in <laughs> Houston. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, I, I bought a book lamp so that I could keep reading on the drive back. Since that time, I have read the trilogy six times. Wow. The Hobbit thrice, The Silmarillion twice, Furthermore, in the last three years, I have done a read-through every autumn, winter, starting on my birthday, September 1st. That's cool. Yeah, that'll be the show. It's coming out September 2nd. Um, it is it is uh, true what they say. Each reading gives the reader some new point to ponder. A uh, couple reading the Middle Earth saga with the reading about Tolkien's life, uh, his faith, which is to say his life, and his other works, Perilous Realm, Unfinished Tales, uh, and Mythopia. The layers that one might peel away from the man and his life's work become perhaps limitless. I have long said that the 20th century saw three truly great men Sir Winston Churchill, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, and J.R.R. Tolkien. I appreciate your podcast out of my love for the man and his work. I have always been a Christian. And so being adds yet another layer and perhaps the richest and deepest layer to my love and appreciation of the story. When it was pointed out to me that the Limbus was indeed to suggest the Eucharist or that the ring was destroyed on March 25th, which is the date that the church historically identifies the crucifixion of Christ as having occurred, my mind was blown. My faith adds so much appreciation to his work and his work adds so much depth and texture to my faith. I have, however, never had an easy or particular pleasant life. I was born with a rare disease affecting the way my skull was formed in utero, which as a result has required seven surgeries lasting 12 to 18 hours each and every other summer from six weeks of age through uh, June of 2001, just prior to my 15th birthday. Um, I was bullied as a child because I looked so different in abnormal swelling from the surgery, uh, different facial structures that took years to correct. One thing I have learned is that difficult uh, left unchecked breeds further difficulties. My parents, God bless them for all of their efforts, only contributed to my challenges. One parent parent was unhealthily overprotective and the other was emotionally distant. I will spare the uh, psychoanalytics of it though I am a therapist and, a, and happy to dive into that. Uh, but the long and short is that I have always been quick to fall into depression and painfully slow to crawl out of them. Uh, everyone has their troubles, and I certainly have mine. And very often I view life as an obstacle to get through and nothing more. This year has been one of my worst. I've been laid off twice from separate jobs at the university in Dallas in which I work, both times due to a lack of funding. I have um, I have many friends, but few, as they are all married and most with kids. It all it has always been difficult for me to meet new people or to start relationships due to lack of confidence in myself and lack of trust of others. So I am thirty three, alone, and mostly miserable. Uh, one of the few lights in my darkness is the Lord of the Rings. From Lord of the Rings, I have learned honor courage, wisdom, faith, empathy, honesty, love, language, and countless other values and characteristics that I do genuinely love above myself. Where does an unexpected podcast come in? I tweeted yesterday that yours is the most social and fun Tolkien podcast I have found yet and indeed ever expected to find. Listening to your podcast is like talking to friends about our mutual love for the man and his work. I don't have friends with whom I can go geek out. I love your podcast, and I love the Facebook group. A few weeks ago, I got a pretty good and conflict-free discussion started regardless of everyone's religious views and how those do or do not influence their reading of The Lord of the Rings. And it was such a positive, encouraging, and enjoyable conversation. Having found this podcast, I am energized enough to continue my reading of the Middle Earth saga. Seriously, Tolkien had a lot to say uh, in, in, in The Silmarillion. I could go on for some time as if I have not already, but I will end with this. I am truly grateful for the podcast you two, Ezra and Lane, have built from the ground up, uh, have stuck with, invested in, and really made into something special. It has reminded me that there is some good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. Um, if, 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 If either of you ever find yourself in Dallas, there is a fantastic English pub a couple of blocks from my apartment the whole meal will be on me. Uh maybe we could orchestrate an up Dallas uh feast. Wow. Thank you both again for the amazing work that you do and to anyone helping behind the scenes. Please express my gratitude for their con- for their contribution as well. Ah, boom. Raroom room Jeremy. Wow. Jeremy, thank you so much for sharing that. Um I got to say that is uh you know, I mean it's, it's, um, it's interesting how, how much that you know, people are able to kind of over, I don't know, like regardless of, of their political opinion or, or religious beliefs or whatever, it's, I think it's awesome you're able to get that conversation started and, and to find you know, people who were social who would want to kind of engage and, and talk about the influences in their lives and then how that impacts them reading the story and then what they, what they kind of pull out of it. You know? I think that is really interesting. And Tolkien uh, was a man of faith. And so when, when you add that layer to it, it is, it is really cool. I mean, we actually largely, I mean, I know Lane and I f- to, to some degree have talked about that in, in the readings and stuff, but in, in a large way too, we've also not gone super deep on that level and you can, there are levels to which that you, you could go that we haven't even gone um, in, in that regard. So I always think that's, that's, um, that's really interesting. And just the way that people from all walks of life can sort of glean something, um, that is uh, that is good and that uh, adds to their life you know so um and 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 just also to say too you know it's it's tough to hear that like people that she had to go through that you know that she had to go through that's honestly what lane and i always wanted to to do was was to create a place where anybody can come sit at the table anybody can come sit down and talk um and and hang out and that's what the green dragon is for you know it's it's it's, it's like why i love these fandoms and places is when whether you were bullied or, or you were picked on or, you know, you didn't feel as, as comfortable or, or, or whatever around other people. I, I'm telling you, uh, honestly, sweetie, I can remember a time when, and I'm not trying to brag on us or whatever, it's just I, I want to encourage more people to do this very thing, which is to set aside time to, to look for a, a way to just spread and focus on positive energy. Yeah. I remember I was sitting at lunch and I, I could have, I got so much joy out of out of sitting with Lane uh, with his Bible out there on, on the, we were having lunch or whatever. And, and we sat down with, um, we, we had a lot of different students who were, um, who, who were from our, um, our special needs room mm-hmm. who had cognitive delays yeah. and stuff. And, and really they, it was, it was awesome. I sat there and we had great conversations. We had, we had such yeah. a good time, you know, and it wasn't just there. It was anywhere we went, you know, on, mm-hmm. on our college campus, it would just be it it just doesn't matter you know people who you would think are like sportsy and athletic they've they've got stuff going on we're all human and we all kind of have these these layers to us just like this like Tolkien's work right has layers and stuff we all have uh things obstacles and stuff that we have to kind of overcome yeah um and what's really cool is someone like Jeremy it looks like he's got a background and and is someone who can who can kind of you know, listen and probably could, could be a yeah. good listener and could help other people yeah. with their issues and their problems yes. and stuff like that. You know, I mean, that that to me is is the thing. We need one another. People need each other. And um, just like the fellowship, you know, I actually can t- kind of understand why Jeremy really got locked in on the fellowship first, because <laughs> yeah. there is something there. There's mm-hmm. some magic in the fellowship. The the, the Hobbit is wonderful mm-hmm. and, and great. And it's a lot about Bilbo's development, all those different things. But uh there's truly something magical and you know Lane and I started with the fellowship of the ring for that reason really yeah. I mean it's just that's where all the magic's at and yeah all the feels are 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 there so you know I just um I really appreciate you putting this out here and I I appreciate everyone who puts out you know a lot of their voices their struggles and talks about just sort of what they've overcome or what they're dealing with and then how Mm -hmm. lord of the rings has helped them with that again it's all it all attributes back to the man himself too you know Tolkien. this is an uh, appreciation for his work and his stories and i that's why i i know people get kind of their their feathers ruffled a little bit about the second age and where is it going what's that show going to do or whatever but there are kids out there who have yet to open these pages Mm -hmm. and maybe kids like Jeremy, kids like me back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just people who need to experience this. And if, if that show gets them locked in and they get to go in there like, wait, what is this from? You know, where there's books to this or something? Yeah. And that somehow gets them over to read about Frodo, mm-hmm. let's go. That's yeah. that's what I want. That would be awesome. And that would be to me, uh, a, a really really cool thing. So, man, this is um Jeremy, thanks. Sincerely thank you. This is uh you know, I, I didn't have I had a lot of um think i've mentioned this on the podcast before um i had a lot of surgeries growing up um i was in children's hospital a lot i had yeah. over 22 surgeries and it's a lot yeah. <laughs> P- people would look at me and i i sometimes try to on my story or out there and just in life i i used to be embarrassed of my scars you know i used to not be um i don't know I used to, you, you, you know you, you get because when you sort of feel like okay that's something that not everybody else has, you and know, that's
2: beautiful. I mean, yeah, I know, I, I know the you. you know, the story behind it. That's yeah. something, you know, you you kind of feel like, yeah, that was a d- more like darker time of your life or something you wouldn't want to have, but they're part of you and they're beautiful, sweetie.
3: Yeah. And, and, and to Jeremy and to anyone else, you know, it's like, I, it's, it, it is such a hard thing because I used to go back and forth on it I was like man mm-hmm. I could have been better at sports I could have done this I could have done this I had I have this work ethic I have all these different other things but then I'm limited here physically because yeah. of certain stuff or whatever yeah. and it is such a struggle and we can get it gets kind of mental you know what yeah. I mean it can be um a lot and so it's just I want to encourage anybody out there like there you, you know there are so many different layers and 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 aspects to a person and to a spirit that yeah. are So much more important sometimes than what our society deems to be like something that is you know what I mean like that that it's worth I don't know that we should prioritize it's like no I mean Mm -hmm. there are so many I I feel like a lot of times in society we actually prioritize the wrong things Mm -hmm. you know and it's just I don't know so I I just kind of want to mention that Jeremy because I I'm someone who had um you know just growing up I mean I was always in a wheelchair I was always you know on crutches and always on in and out of therapy and water therapy and and different things and was made fun of a lot, you know, and it's just like, and some people have none of that, but they have mental things or they have, you Mm -hmm. know, other issues going on with their home life and stuff, or they didn't have, you know, I, one of the things that was said to me at one point, um, it was, it was a friend of mine who was talking about not having, um, you know, parents the way I had, like, not like my upbringing. I talk, I think about you sometimes as well, too, sweetie, Mm -hmm. you know, like you got to look for as much as possible i think the positives in your life and look for those good things and if it's lord of the rings it's lord of the rings you know what i mean the fact that you found that and that you love it and it's your thing like go with that i we were talking about being at school and how i now have finally started to kind of embrace um this nerdy side of me yeah right and now i walk in and the secretaries are like that's that's uh, that's that's your star wars guy that's your lord of the rings guy that's the nerdy guy like i'm the nerdy teacher i I supervise the Dungeons and Dragons club, you know what I mean? I, love like, it. I used to be the football coach. I coached for, mm-hmm. for several years and, and coached other sports. And But it was like, I don't know. I, I So many people are, that's socially more acceptable to kind of embrace that. Mm-hmm. You can embrace both. You can be yes. all of those things and, and stuff. So I just, I don't know. And the other thing, Jeremy, this was so well-written too. You know, I'm glad you wrote this in and that we, we had a chance to read it. And I'm sorry if I stumbled through any of the the, the, the reading and some of the, the words and stuff. I'm not the best reader. Um, but uh, it's well articulated. It's a good it's a good Tolkien story. All the ones that come in are great. Now, there's so many, by the way, that we still have to get to. And we have so many uh, wonderful folks who have, who have written into us that we need to get to. But, you know, I was talking to you last night, mm-hmm. sweetie, about being heard yeah. and being kind of like valuing what you have to say. So, you know, with Lane and I, we, we've always wanted a place like, yeah, we, we created this podcast and it's it's been fun and it's, it's you know, he and I kind of sharing our love for Tolkien and stuff like that. But we've, from the get-go, said we want to hear about your love and your story yeah. and your walk um, because as much as we're talkers, but truly I'm, I'm a listener. You know what I mean? Like truly I, I do like to listen and I like to uh, kind of... That's why sometimes I come home and it's like I have so many different stories from whether it be a, a coworker or a student, so many different students, and all I want to do is talk and tell you their stories, and I want to listen. They need to be heard, and um, I value all of their all of their little stories and and you know just what's what's going on and stuff, and value them as people. And and uh, so, anyways, I'm just really happy that you had a chance to that you wrote this to us because and I'm, I I, lo- I love that we do this section and that we highlight these stories for yes. people to kind of. Uh, Here, because I struggle with that sometimes. Is that like, gosh, I think you know, like I'm talking and you're, you're, you know, and this is here. You go. Here's something too. As as a teacher, we we try to do this in our classroom when another student is talking and they're Mm -hmm. interrupted. We try to you know redirect right because that kiddo who's talking. I was that kiddo that was always interrupted. That always kind of said, "Oh, okay, somebody else is talking." And I don't want to, you know, I want them their voice to be heard and stuff, but. So anyway, it just, it's, we, we need each other. We need each other's voices. We need all these different stories. And so, yeah. yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And this story and all the others, they all remind you how powerful the story of Tolkien or the stories of Lord of the Rings and other stories are. Um yeah. And um something that really stuck with me um, when I was, younger and i was a student at school and we would read um books either in german or in english class it so it was cool reading the books and the stories but what really brought them to life is talking about them in class Mm -hmm. talking about the meaning giving them meaning giving like thinking you know like reading between the lines and thinking about what you know could have could be meant here or how the characters develop all that stuff yeah that really brought the stories to life and i loved talking about it and And that's so cool that um, Jeremy talks about it, like the the Facebook group, like talking about this story that that gives you so much that that inspires you with other people. That's really what brings it to life. And yeah, I loved that he said that. And, And one sentence that I really liked was there's some good in this world and it is worth fighting for
3: yeah and you gotta that's the thing it's and that is exactly yeah you've got to hold on to that that Mm -hmm. that is that when everything else seems like it's working against you and and stuff like you you do it it, gosh I mean it's so crazy that last night we had this conversation because Mm -hmm. I was talking about being in a valley being in a rut and kind of being uh down or whatever and it's just like you you do have to hold on to Um, that idea that there is good out there and that you've got to fight for that. You've got to be a a warrior who, who is acting in the light. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that's important and that matters. And that's also why regardless of, you know, you said something to me at one point where you were like, there's so many different religions and different faiths and beliefs and stuff out there. If that is making, and I guess I, I, you know, I know people disagree and there's, Mm -hmm. there's, there's differences on, afterlife and all those different things or whatever. But you said something that was really, really interesting to me. It was like, if there's, if that, whatever your thing is, like, even for me, even if it's like Star Wars or like mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, if that makes me a better person, if I get some good from that and there's positive energy around that, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like that that's, that's a good thing. And I, I, I again, we might disagree on, on, on some stuff, but in general, where we can agree is on that positive energy and, yeah. and, you know, good spirits. Yeah. So and
2: yeah. it's a fo- it's a focus thing it's a focus shift that you have power over i mean we there's so many things in life we can't control unfortunately yeah. and sometimes we feel like why did that happen to me um and we feel like everyone else is better off but yeah. me and you get in this whole like you go down the road of you know this i don't know like depression and it's terrible yeah. but what we have control over everything is kind it's it's everything everything has room for interpretation and what we can choose is at least um practice focusing on the good yeah you know that doesn't yeah. mean you always have to be happy but just no it is okay focus yeah. on the positive right yeah
3: right yeah we because those moments happen i mean it is it is not um truthful to sit here and say that you know yeah you're always always going to be happy we all know that's that's not the case but it when we get to those moments like you said yeah it's like it's shifting as much as you can, your, your perspective and yeah. trying to see, uh, you know,
2: what can I learn from this, how yeah, can I get out of this? Yeah.
3: And, and to, into and every single person, you know, it's so, once you start looking around your family, uh, your extended family, your friends, your colleagues and stuff like you'll find so many different people, uh, who are battling so many different things. Yeah. And it's just sort of why I, I have always erred on the side of just support and 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 positive energy and being there for people yeah because you just never know you know you you, like sometimes you never know what's going on and as a teacher i'm always that way i mean you would be shocked at how many kids come in and and it's sort of like on the surface they look like they've got everything together and Mm -hmm. and and, and what have you and there's so much there's so many other things that are that are going on that they're working Mm -hmm. through and dealing with it's human experience yeah um and it's not fair all the time and it's not you know it's just like so i don't know but we love you guys. Yeah. I have always said, I, I, I don't care what people say. I, 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 mean, I do care what people say. Sorry. <laughs> I, when it comes to me saying, I love you. Cause I, I, Lane, Lane started this a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, with me where like among my guy friends, you know, we wouldn't always say, you know, like, like, man, love you. Like, yeah. like, like, see you later, man. You know, love you, bro. Kind of, yeah. kind of thing. We wouldn't do it because like, ah, you're not supposed to use that word. It's not, you know, manly Uh or macho or whatever, you know, whatever people, people kind of think. Yeah. And I love that it was Lane who always used it with all of his friends and stuff and always wanted to kind of say, have that be the thing that he said when we parted, you know what I mean? And, uh, it's just, it's good. I always want to err on that side of, of we love you and, uh, we care for you guys. And so again, Jeremy, thank you so much for writing this and, and sharing your words with us. Um, yeah, yeah, hopefully we can reach out and talk in the group. I'm not actually going to go, kind of track down some of these conversations that are happening mm-hmm. in the Facebook group. And again, if you haven't had a chance uh, starting discussions, I'm really hoping when the show comes out, we'll actually get in there and have more people. Uh, we used to make a post. It's been a long time since we've done it, but we would make mm-hmm. a post in the group or something and we would gather some comments from people, yeah. which was a nice way for me to kind of organize stuff because the email is strictly kind of for like talking stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it, there's so many that I have to kind of almost like keep them all in one spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so when people send in questions and stuff that they get, it buries the Tolkien stories and it's whatever, but yeah, it would be fun to kind of get people in that group and, um, and just talk about the, the, the show as it comes out or the, or different chapters or, or, you know, points of the mm-hmm. series that, that you guys like, that would be cool. Cause it's, it's a good group and it, and it, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's origins came from a really, um, good place and a good yeah. spirit. So, yeah. Yes. All right, friends. Well, yeah, we love you guys again. Sorry if that, you know, Desolation of Smog was. I mean, the, the title of the, of the movie itself is kind of like not yeah. fun. So, <laughs> no, I mean, I know that. the next one's like the Battle of, uh, you know, the Five Armies, but um, I keep wanting to say the Battle of the Fifth Army. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's. I have more to say on that, on that than this. So, yeah. Anyway, all right, friends. Hey, don't forget to follow us at UpTalk and Tolkien uh, over on social media instagram twitter we will be going live uh let me scroll back up here just as a reminder again so battle of the five armies is going to be june 4th the fellowship of the ring is going to be june 18th two towers july 9th uh return of the king will be july 23rd those are those are right now what we have scheduled unless Mm -hmm. something crazy comes up uh and we have to kind of switch that but that's on our schedule our calendar to kind of do those which should get us i mean right up knocking on the door just like the old thrush you know <laughs> just just knocking on the door of the show yeah so yeah.
2: and you can watch it where youtube instagram yeah, facebook yeah yeah, but, yeah. our yeah. live stream yeah. Yeah. yeah you can watch them there
3: all of it. Uh, for sure and if you guys have thoughts too on those movies or whatever and you just want to send those in too you can you can dm us um at UpTalkingTolkien tolkien or you can send me you know at wompret underscore 2m send me a message and we'll read it um yeah because we had yeah we had, we had some fun uh kind <laughs> yeah times during the stream it was it was cool God, really? it was so yeah. long, what, but it was it was fun it, it was, was s-
2: long yeah but we're, what made it really fun was just the conversation with the other people oh yeah even, even, was, so even cool. if it's
3: like well, like two to three people in there that's actually kind of cool because then we can just talk to like those people you yeah know? Uh, people come in say hi and then bounce and that's cool too it's just really neat to engage yeah,
2: hang out people. it was awesome
3: yeah <laughs> all right friends well hey don't forget if you want to send anything uh, art letters what have you to the Shire you can send that to the Shire P.O. Box 96 Amanda 043102 and, uh, yeah, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us, for going on another adventure. Next time, we'll be diving into the Battle of the Five Armies. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write that review, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. We will see you in a fortnight. And remember, Bill, Bill knows. knows. He
2: has a nose.
3: Pinocchio? <laughs> Pinocchio? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. so cute. Pinocchio. You're so cute. All right.
2: Say ya.
0: Say ya, bye.
3: Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and free
1: digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.